0: Welcome on in to the Cat's Corner Podcast, Episode 2 for the football season. My name is Max Gilman Joining me on the podcast today will be Bobby Pilotti and Tim Bock. How's it going, guys?
1: What's up? What's up? Doing great. Excited for football.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's officially game week. We've got the first press conference today. Uh, the captains will be there. Coach Fitzgerald will be there. Uh, we're actually recording before the press conference, so we won't have any updates for you from that. But... We still got a lot of good stuff on the podcast today, and we're going to jump right in with a preview of the Western Michigan game. Uh, Western Michigan season opener this Saturday. Uh, they have had back-to-back eight and five seasons. Uh, PJ Fleck is their head coach in his fourth year. He's regarded as one of the best recruiters in in football. Um, just uh, Tim, give me your general impressions about these guys.
1: Um, I think well, they're clearly one of the better teams um, in the MAC. And they're probably what you'd imagine when you think of a good Max team. They have a good multiple spread offense. Um, they throw the ball well, they run the ball well, and they don't play a whole lot of defense. Um so it'll be interesting to see um how, how um Northwestern Costum can do against uh, a sort of max defense with one.
0: Yeah, one of the problems that they had uh, last year was uh, because they couldn't keep most of their linebackers on the field because of injury, they had a lot of trouble stopping the big run play, and I think that could play in right into Northwestern's hands with Justin Jackson.
1: Right, and they're also coming into this year, um, having to replace three of the five uh, top tacklers from last year,
0: They're returning their quarterback, uh, senior Zach Terrell. He threw for uh, over 3,500 yards last season. He's got a lot of explosive weapons. Uh, Bobby, what does Northwestern have to look out for on defense?
1: Yeah, I mean, I expect Western Michigan, you know, it's is a really big game for so them. I expect them to, uh, you know, come out big, uh, come out throwing a lot. Um, but, you know, that convinces me that, that uh, Northwestern's going to win this game. Uh, you look back to last season. Uh, They shut down plenty of good quarterbacks. Uh, You know, they had some trouble against some some good rushing attacks, but, uh, you know, their pass defense was excellent. Um, So, yeah, I think Western Michigan is going to try and throw the ball a lot. Um, I think Northwestern is going to keep it fairly conservative, but uh, I think that solid uh, Wildcats defense uh, will be what uh, what makes the difference for Northwestern.
0: So you think Northwestern will come out on top? Definitely. Okay.
1: It'll It'll be close, but I think they'll win.
0: Alright, just one note about Western Michigan, sort of non-football related. Uh, Two of their players were arrested last Friday. Uh, They were both true freshmen, so they weren't expected to have really any impact in the game. Uh, Linebacker Ron George and wide receiver Bryson White. But uh, a little bit of news going into the game. Uh, Both of the players have been suspended by Fleck, and they don't appear on the... Uh, the football team's roster on the website anymore. Um, But news aside, uh, this is a game, or the opening game last year against Stanford was where Northwestern really put themselves on the map coming out of the gate and surprising everyone against a team that most people thought were going to make the college football playoff, and then Stanford, of course, just missed the playoff and won the Rose Bowl. But What is the offense going to look like in the opener? Is it going to be sluggish, or is it going to be prepared? Uh,
1: You know, I think, based on my experience uh, watching Northwestern football over the years, uh, they usually start the offense off uh, pretty conservatively. Um, You know, especially last year, that was the case, because Thorson was starting his very first college game uh, as a a redshirt freshman. Um, But I think that will be the case here, too. Um, One, because, you know, you have uh, a fresh and healthy Justin Jackson and a fresh and healthy offensive line, and uh, you might as well take advantage of that. Um, But two, um, a lot of it comes down to sort of coaching strategy, and, um, you know, hopefully Thorsten has gotten better over the offseason, and if that's the case, uh, I think they're going to want to save him for Big Ten play. They're not going to want to give, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, Michigan State, uh, the first three teams on Northwestern Big Ten slate they're not going to want to give those teams uh, good tape of uh So to the extent that they've been working on better things in the passing game, I think that they're going to keep that up their sleeve. Um, so I expect against Western Michigan and also the entirety of the Cats uh, non-conference plate, uh, it's going to be a lot of ground and pound, a lot of Justin Jackson. Um, I agree with Bobby schematically. I would just add that I think that the, the we can expect a relatively sharp, Performance in Northwestern. Um, this Northwestern has been pretty consistently strong in the opening games, excluding, of course, 2014 um, against Cal. Uh, they won eight out of uh, their last night home openers. In um, 2012, 2013, uh, they put up 40 plus points in both those games. Obviously, it's a very different right offense than those teams had, but I think that we can expect a pretty good week one performance.
0: Yeah, uh I, I would agree with both of you guys. I'm not sure Northwestern's going to score 40 points uh like they did uh f- 3 and 4 years ago just cuz the offense isn't like isn't built that way anymore. Uh it's more of a run-oriented thing and they also don't have a lot of explosive weapons uh in the air. But I can I definitely think that Northwestern should come out on top. It's just a matter of will it come out on top. Um so Let's jump into a bit of a schedule breakdown now. Uh, We're going to divide up all of the 12 games on Northwestern's schedule into definite wins, definite losses, and toss-ups to try and figure out where Northwestern will finish at the end of the year. So all of us are in agreement that Northwestern is going to beat Western Michigan, right? I think so. Okay. So then next up is Illinois State on September 10th. Uh, I think we're all pretty certain that Northwestern's going to win that one, too?
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: so we each have two definite wins. And then Game 3, under the lights, we've got Duke visiting Ryan Field in a rematch of last year's 19-10 to Northwestern win. Uh, what do you guys think for this one?
1: Um... I I feel good about the Duke game. Um as I'm very bullish on this Northwestern team. Um uh Northwestern played um, a terrible game last year offensively, um against Duke. We just they had just um, fifty seven total offensive yards. Um I don't think expectations are are very high for Duke this year, I don't think their defense will be as strong as it was last year. I think that Duke should be a win. It's probably not a definite win, but I'd put it a likely win. Yeah, I agree with Tim for the most part. I think uh, this Northwestern team is better than it was last year, and I think the Duke team is worse than it was last year. Um, two notes for Duke. Um, their big loss on defense is uh, safety Jeremy Cash. Uh, it went off to the NFL, um, so I think that's really going to hurt their, their pass defense. And a uh, big loss on offense, starting quarterback Thomas Sirk um, was announced out for the season uh, earlier this week. Um, so we'll be without him as well. He was really their big offensive weapon. Um, I think Duke's going to have a really hard time moving the ball without him. And I definitely expect a lot of cats to win this game.
0: Yeah, I was going to have this game in the toss-up column, but uh, once Cirque was announced that he wouldn't be playing this season, I've got to give this one to Northwestern for the definite win. So all three of us have Northwestern at 3-0 and right now. And then we move to the Big Ten opener, uh, Nebraska, visiting Ryan Field. Under the lights again, um, the Big Red, as they say. They've already released some really cool uniforms uh, for this game, Nebraska has. And I think Under Armour and Northwestern is going to have to like really up their game for this one because the the commercial or the video for the uniforms was... Really, really cool. Um, but, Bobby, what do you think? Definite win, definite loss, or toss-up here?
1: Uh, you know, i got to rate this one at the top. Um, I think Nebraska is actually pretty overrated by, <laughs> by national media coming into this game. i uh, made that pretty clear on Twitter. Um, but, you know, it's still Nebraska. It's a big ten opener. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough game. Um, we don't really know what we're going to see from, from Tommy Armstrong this season, um, Definitely showed a lot of potential last year, but also you know turned the ball over a ton. Um, So I think Northwestern wins this game if they force some turnovers and uh, Thorson can play well. Um, Nebraska's pass defense is really really bad, so they're going to have to take advantage of that. Um, So a tough game, but a wonderful game. Uh, I would generally be with Bobby. Um, I think for Northwestern, Nebraska is a scary team. just because they're so explosive offensively. And I don't think that Nebraska is going to lose seven games again this year. I think they'll be um, better than they were last year. Um, but I think that this is, this is a, a big game and a game that works out nicely for Northwestern in the sense that they have uh, um, three tune-ups beforehand. They're at home. Nebraska is coming off a game against Oregon. Um, I think that it's a toss-up, but I think Northwestern should have good odds
0: going. Yeah, so I'm going to break with you guys on this one. I'm going to I'm going to put this one in the definite win column. Uh, I just have absolutely no confidence in Nebraska. I know they always play Northwestern close. They've won on Hail Marys. They've blown them out at home. But this Nebraska team, uh, after firing Bo Pelini, just did not look the same last year. Uh, I really think that uh, they don't really like have like, a vision of what they want their team to be. So I think uh, Northwestern and Pat Fitzgerald, they have their team very focused, very set on what they want to do, so I think Northwestern is going to take this one at home. So moving on, we now have the first road game of the season, and that will be October 1st at Iowa. Iowa, of course, uh, blew out the Wildcats during their homecoming game 40-10. to uh, in front of all the alumni and people visiting, and s- et cetera, et cetera. Um, Bobby, what do you think for this game?
1: Yeah, I'm real scared for this one. Uh, I just don't, it. I think this is a definite loss uh, for this Northwestern team. Uh, I think especially coming off of a big Nebraska game the week before. Um, yeah, I mean, you just look at how they've gotten dominated the past two years. You know, it wasn't you know getting lucky. They just were worse at every aspect of the game. Um, and I don't expect the offense to be able to put up enough points uh, to keep pace with what should be a really crushing uh, Iowa running attack again. So, yeah, I just I don't see it for the Wildcats. Um, right, so I'm going to disagree with Bobby. I think this is a toss-up. Uh, yeah, the came last year in Evanston was, was not pretty for Northwestern, Um I don't think it, that the gap between Northwestern and Iowa was as big as, as it appeared in that game. Um, Iowa was the plus-two in the turnover category, and the game sort of fell away from, fell apart for Northwestern the second half. But I think if a couple things break different ways, that could be a, a very close game. And this has been sort of an, an unpredictable series as well. Um, Northwestern hasn't really showed up the last two years, I don't think that will happen again this year. I
2: think it will be a close game, so I put this I'm also going to put this in the toss-up column uh, just because I think it's the easiest road game they have in October, the other two, of course, being Michigan State and Ohio State, and I think that Northwestern is going to end up stealing one of those games, and I think Iowa is their best shot, even though they churn out offensive linemen like it's nobody's business their Iowa, of those three teams, is the weakest. So I think this is this could be a toss-up. So then, after the Iowa game, Northwestern goes on their bye week as the Cubs begin the NLDS. Uh, then we have Michigan State on the road, October 15th, 2.30 p.m. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on this one?
1: Um, This is a toss-up for me, too. I am I'm not super high on this Michigan State team. Without Connor Cubs, they only bring back for our offensive starters, I think this is the worst team Michigan State's had on paper since 2012 um, when Northwestern uh, beat Michigan State. Um, Northwestern also is coming up by league, um, which helps. I think that this, this worked out that that's the schedule, and I would actually lean towards taking Northwestern in into this, into this, into this game, coming into the season rather than Michigan State. Uh one interesting thing though is Northwestern has not been good um, off of bi weeks at North they than just three and twelve. So I don't know what to make of that. But I think that this is this is a toss up and I think that um, definitely one vote for Northwestern. Yeah, you know, Tim, you mentioned there there's three and twelve coming off of bi weeks uh, I think that's about the factors of the bi weeks and more of the factors the bi weeks always fall in October, uh, which historically is a terrible month for Northwestern. Uh, you know, this game falls right on October 15th. Uh, it's on the road, and I don't think this is a great Michigan State team, um, but it's still probably the third-best team in the Big Ten East. So, yeah, I think I'm going to chalk this one up at the loss for no question as well. I just, um, Again, I don't see them going into East Lansing and coming out with the win.
2: Yeah, I'm going to put this in the loss column as well. Uh, even though they lost Connor Cook, and to him, as you mentioned, are only returning four offensive starters – uh, their defense is still insanely good. Uh, they held Ohio State to, I was like 13 or 14 points last year. Uh, they held Michigan to 23 points. Uh, I just don't see any way that this Northwestern offense, with its one dimension of Justin Jackson pounding the ball, can overcome the Michigan State defense. So then, after Michigan State, Northwestern comes home for a week to face. Indiana in its homecoming game this year. Uh, That'll be another 11 a.m. homecoming game, which uh, drew the ire of some Northwestern fans. Uh, But, uh, Bobby, what do you think for this one?
1: Um, Yeah, I think this is... Northwestern picked a good one for the homecoming game. I think this is a definite win for them. Indiana, uh, sorry, Indiana's the past couple seasons, their M.O. has been uh, great on offense, absolutely terrible on defense. Um, so you're going to see Northwestern rank a ton of points in this one. Um, and Indiana's also breaking in a quarterback this season. So um, I think they're going to struggle on offense. I think they're, they're not going to be sharp as they have in the past two seasons, and they're going to have a tough time against that Northwestern defense. Um, so I think this is a definite win for uh, Northwestern. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Indiana won six games last year. They made a ball. They were still a good story The first ball from 07. But along the way, they didn't beat anybody good. I think Northwestern will be a good team this year. I think they'll beat uh, Indiana. Not only did they not beat anybody good, they lost to Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that is true. <laughs> the only Rutgers Big Ten win in the football season last year. Um, I'm going to also chalk this up in the definite win column. Uh, I think Indiana's... A great offense plays right into Northwestern's hands. Uh, Northwestern has a great defense. They know how to prepare for good offenses. They've shut down good offenses in the past, especially last year. Uh, I really don't see... The only way I see Northwestern losing this game is if some freak injury happens, either before or during the game. But now we move on to probably the biggest game of the year. Uh, Northwestern, October 29th, visits Ohio State... The first game against Ohio State since that fateful ESPN Game Day matchup in 2013. This one will be sort of in prime time. It's at 4:30 p.m., so it's like the lead into the prime time games. Uh, but Bobby, give me your thoughts for this one.
1: Uh, yeah, no chance for Northwestern on this one. Um, you know, I'm going to be real, real uh, interested in watching uh, you know JT Baird and Anthony Walker and, and Matt Harris all square off. But um, Uh, You know, Ohio State is replacing um, a bunch of players because all those players went to the NFL. uh, And nobody recruits like Urban Meyer. He's got a loaded bench. Uh, You still got J.T. Barrett there. Um, Yeah, and, you know, I just, again, there's no way Northwestern can score enough points in order to keep up with Ohio State. Uh, It's a definite loss for them. Uh, I agree. Definite loss. Um, I just hope Northwestern doesn't
2: get blown <laughs> Yeah, I think, Bobby, you hit, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, Ohio State's depth and bench is just so much better and deeper than Northwestern, not only because they have more resources, but because Northwestern is a smaller school and can't recruit as, can't spread out their recruiting as much, uh, especially since they don't have the pedigree that Ohio State does. So now moving on to family weekend, uh, November 5th. This is a home game against Wisconsin. Uh, Northwestern and Wisconsin have had some interesting matchups over the past couple of years. Wisconsin has always been good, but Northwestern always seems to beat them. Uh, Tim, what are your thoughts for this game?
1: I think that this game might just be the game of the year for both of these teams. Um, I think Wisconsin was was underrated last year. I think they, they, they were finished maybe ranked 21st. I think they were probably better than the 21st-best team. Um, they were certainly better than Northwestern. Um, they also seem to beat Northwestern, but unofficially. Um, I think that this game is a toss-up. I think it, it, the fact that Northwestern is home is, is very important, but it's not a game that uh, I would feel super good about. Um, as Northwestern, uh, I don't think it's a game that Northwestern should feel super so good about. Yeah, you know, I've gone back and forth on this one. I'm, I'm going to rate it as possible, though so I, I do think Northwestern has a slight edge in this game. Um, this is simple reason that I don't think this, this Wisconsin team is, is quite what it used to be. Um, you know, you look at those games that Northwestern got blown out in last year, and it was because uh, you know, they lost in the trenches. They lost up front. But I think in that Wisconsin game, as close and as wild as it was, Northwestern actually had um, really good line play, especially on its own defensive line in shutting down what has traditionally been a good uh, Wisconsin rushing attack. Um, so I think they're going to take a step back the quarterback position this year. Um, I think their defense is going to be quite as good either. Uh, and, you know, Northwestern has beaten this team two years in a row, so it's, it's going to be a close game. Um that I think Northwestern can do it, especially
2: at home. I'm going to put this one in the, the toss-up category. Uh, I never know what to expect when watching a Northwestern-Wisconsin game. Uh, the first year, or my my freshman year, uh, Melvin Gordon ran for like 250 yards and didn't score, and they also uh, Northwestern also had five interceptions. And then last year, of course, with that crazy fourth quarter... Uh, I'm. I'm. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say about this one. Uh, looking at Wisconsin's roster, they only have one quarterback on the roster who's not a freshman, and that's Bart Houston, the senior. Uh, so I, it looks like he's going to be the quarterback by default. Um, but Wisconsin is still a dangerous team. Uh, ne- the next week, November twelfth. Northwestern is visiting Purdue. Uh, I think all of us will put this in the definite win column. Yes, correct. Okay, we don't really have to discuss that one. Uh, then the following week, November nineteenth, against Minnesota, uh, Northwestern shut out, shutting out Minnesota twenty-seven to nothing last year at home. This one on the road. Bobby, what do you what do you think for this one?
1: Yeah, you know Minnesota is uh, rapidly jumping up my personal ranking of of most overrated teams coming into the season. Um, you know, they got shut out last year. Uh, Mitch Leidner got benched because he was playing so poorly. Um, And yet, you know, I've seen reports that some people think Mitch Leidner has, you know, first-round NFL draft potential. Uh, Nothing could sound more absurd to me. Um, Anyway, I think this team is pretty overrated. Um, They don't have a whole lot of offensive firepower. Uh, I don't see them getting past Northwestern defense. Um, This is going to be a definite win for Northwestern Right, I I agree with that. I think as long as Mitch Leidner is the starting quarterback um, uh, in Minneapolis, I'm putting, putting Minnesota down as a definite win for Northwestern.
2: Yeah, I agree with both you guys. Uh, Minnesota just they won two years ago against Northwestern because of a return touchdown. Last year they got shut out. They're I don't think they're a very good team. So that's another definite win for Northwestern. And then the final game of the year. Uh, November 26th, right after Thanksgiving. Uh, That would be Lovey Smith's debut from the school down south against Northwestern. Uh, Last year, Northwestern against the school down south. Uh, They went up big early, but then seemed to take their foot off the gas pedal late in the game. Only won by 10 points. Uh, Tim, what do you see for this matchup?
1: Um... I think that this is a uh, also a definite win. Um, Illinois is not a program that, at least right now, um, strikes a lot of fear. And um, a lot of Big Ten teams, um, they r- really struggled down the stretch last year. Um, and I, the game against Northwestern last year, yeah, it was an only, only a 10-point game. But I, it didn't feel that close. I think uh, Northwestern will take that one home pretty easily. Yeah, I definitely agree with Tim here. Uh, Lovey Smith, uh, the new head coach of Illinois, I think will have Illinois back to a competitive level, you know, two, three years from now. Uh, but they're definitely not there yet. This is still pretty much the same team we saw last year, uh, you know, minus some talented players. So, uh, yeah, easy win for Northwestern.
2: Yeah, I have to agree with both you guys again here. Um... Illinois, there's just really nothing special about this team. Uh, Northwestern should pretty easily manhandle them, win another hat trophy. Um, So looking back, it seems like we had about seven definite wins amongst the three of us, Uh, and then two or three definite losses with Ohio Ohio State, Michigan State, and Iowa, a couple of us going back and forth. And then the toss-ups were Wisconsin- and Nebraska. That sounds about right. Just, like, going yeah. into the season, like, eight, seven or eight wins, maybe nine.
1: Yeah, Yeah. when I go game by game, I, I end up with with nine wins, and then I usually discount myself one win. So, yeah, I think 84. I've got, I think, uh, I only had one definite loss there, and I had four toss-ups. Um, so, if they split... Let my uh, toss up that's a uh, nine-win Northwestern team. Uh, so for now, my 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 prediction is nine-three. All of that change. <laughs> <It is. laughs>
2: All right, very very high on this Northwestern team. Uh, is there any is there any game you think is the biggest game of the year?
1: Um, they gotta be Nebraska. Um, if they want any shot at uh, you know, winning. Uh, the Big Ten West has got to start there, and uh, I think that'll be really important for, for bowl positioning later in the season. Uh, so definitely have to win that Big Ten opener at home. Right, I, I, I agree. Nebraska will be a huge game. Really, the three games, uh, Nebraska at Iowa and home November fifth against Wisconsin. Those are the three biggest games of the year, I would say, for Northwestern against really the... The other three teams that should be competitive in
2: the West. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna say that. Well, I, I'm gonna say that their one of their biggest games is Purdue because if they lose Purdue, lose to Purdue, then like everything about this team will just be like laughed at and totally discounted because Purdue is awful. And then I would have to say that Iowa is their other biggest game because they've got those three games on the road in October, historically an awful month for Northwestern. I think if they can still win against Iowa, which, as I mentioned before, I think is their easiest matchup, uh, that will go a long way in impressing the playoff committee, or rankings committee. Northwestern nothing would do loosed I know, but... <laughs> I really hope not. You know, <laughs> Northwestern has had more disappointing losses in the past, so... Or less disappointing losses, so we I just gotta make sure that they wouldn't do.
0: So uh, wrapping up the podcast now, we've got uh, a little bit of Trevor Simeon talk. Uh, he started week three of the pre uh, week three of the preseason. Uh, it was his second start this preseason. Mark Sanchez didn't play at all. and Lynch played the entire second half after Trevor started the first half. Simeon went ten for seventeen with one hundred twenty two yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Uh, at this point, is there any chance he isn't named the starting quarterback of the Broncos for Week 1?
1: Uh, the, the, the entire story makes no sense to me. I don't, okay. I don't know uh, Tim? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how Trevor Simeon is on an NFL team.
0: Yeah. Tim, I'm going to stop you right now. Uh, breaking news, Trevor Simeon has officially been named the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos for Week 1. There it is. So, a little bit Still of doesn't make sense. fun surprise on our podcast here. Um, Trevor Simeon, how's he going to do against Carolina then? I don't
1: know. I don't know. How to... uh, 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 is so that the so final? So... Is that the final preseason game? The first uh, regular? That's the first
0: regular season game, season game September eighth.
1: Um, yeah, you know, Trevor is. Uh, I'm still surprised by this. Um, I think he will be very average. Um, I think. Denver team this year is very much going to be like it was last year uh, and being on the defense as much as possible and not ask too much of the quarterback. Um, I think the more interesting question is, you know, assuming he's the starter for now, um, how long will he be the starter? Uh, you know, Denver spent a first-round draft pick on, on Paxton Lynch, clearly they like him. Uh, so, you know, Trevor is going to have to play well uh, to keep his starting job. Um, so, you know, hopefully that, uh, that competitive depth, just fits with pay, Uh, We'll keep pushing Trevor and keep him in the starting role. But, um, yeah, you know he's going to have to be looking over his shoulder for sure. And and you don't envy starting off your career against that Carolina Santa's defense, no.
0: All right, so we've got our starting quarterback news. We've got our Northwestern news. Trevor Simeon named starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Um, That's going to do it for the podcast this week. Um, for all of us here, Bobby Pilate, Tim Balk, I'm Max Hellman. Thank you everyone so much for listening.